Welcome to Thoroughly Equipped, a podcast for women where we compare the popular women's ministry teachings, books, conferences, Bible studies, etc. to scripture. Our focus is 2 Timothy 3.16-17, that all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so the man or woman of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Hello ladies and welcome back to Thoroughly Equipped. I'm your host Melba Toast and am always so very happy you chose to join me today. Now this is a very light episode as there is no topic for today but I still pray it blesses you and of course brings glory to God. I just wanted to get on to inform you guys that I'll be taking a break during the holidays though not really. <laughs> because what I really will be doing is working on next season's topics and book critiques. And so I wanted to share with you what's in store for next season's episodes, should it be God's will. But first, Thoroughly Equipped has received its very first review on Apple Podcasts. This review was written back in August, but of course, (laughs) the learning process in accessing my podcast analytics has been a slow going one. I just wanted to share it and give a great big thank you to Conscientious Mom, even as late as it is in reading it. So Conscientious Mom gave Thoroughly Equipped five stars and says, quote, I just found this podcast this last week through a homeschool Facebook page. It has been excellent and has really convicted me and confirmed some things I have been discerning for a while. Having followed many of the popular Christian women teachers for several years, and also having been involved in a workspace seeker-friendly church in my past, much like Melba, so much of this resonates with me. I encourage younger women to listen to this, read your Bible, and choose his way for your life, home, family, rather than the feminist influences that have overwhelmed the church, end quote. Well, thank you, thank you, Conscientious Mom, for that five-star review and your gracious comment. I pray the show continues to bless you and other women out there, and of course, like always, bring glory to God. So... I want to let you guys know that during the break, my plan is to share and promote some of the other podcasters from the Christian podcast community during the holiday season, so you can look forward to getting to know some of the other podcasters on their shows. I will work on sharing these episodes about every other week, and this way, Thoroughly Equipped will be putting out content for you guys at least until season two begins, which I hope to start at about the end of February. Now, during this time, I already have my next book critiques lined up for next season. I plan on looking at Rachel Hollis, Christine Kane, Beth Moore, Lisa Harper, and Priscilla Schreier. Now, I'm still learning this podcasting thing as I'm going. I'm working on audio and trying to make it the best sound quality, looking into reviewing audio sermons and messages of some of these women to review and critique, as well as having my first interview on the show, which I am super excited about. So as for the Titus 2 time episode, since we have gone over doctrine and more specifically why we need right doctrine, 
I'm thinking that the first couple of doctrines that may be a great blessing to study for myself and for you is to look at the gospel and biblical womanhood. The reason behind that is that the gospel has enormous implications on womanhood and our understanding of how both the gospel and our nature as women in Christ direct us into accomplishing these things instructed in Titus 2. That's what I hope to uh, study and look at. Another thing I'm working on is Thoroughly Equipped's website. Now, if you didn't know, Thoroughly Equipped has a website at ttew.org. On the website, you'll find most of the episode transcripts there, should you delight in reading 6,000 or more word-long articles. Now, each book critique episodes are about that long. You can also find great Christian resources and links to websites that encourage you to check out should you be looking for Christian bloggers or vloggers as well as YouTube channels. Uh, Just a heads up though, I am slowly learning, of course, all this website stuff, and so I'm quite a bit behind on posting transcripts and episodes, but of course I hope to catch up during the holiday season, Lord willing. I also hope to to set up email so you guys can contact me and let me know what you think of the topics, the book critiques, as well as any questions you may have. I am also on social media, though as a very, very small presence. Should you wish to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest, you can find those links on my website at ttew.org. So, in regards to the podcast, that's about it. I just have to say thank you. Thank you for listening, ladies. I know that this last year and a half have been troubling at times and very eye-opening at the state of our culture. Each day has its own trials and tribulations, some more than others. More than ever, I find myself in desperate need of God's word and looking forward to the day of the Lord where I will see Christ my Savior face to face. Until then... Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Hebrews 10.23 So to close this season, I want to read to you a portion from a sermon by Charles Haddon Spurgeon titled, Holding Fast Our Profession, on this very verse. It's a very fitting word as we approach the end of 2021 and all that this world has thrown at us. His words here are the very hope and desire I have for those who listen to this podcast. Quote, We have made a public avowal of our faith. We can lay our hands upon our hearts and say, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that we have faith in Jesus Christ, thy son. Yes, we have obtained what the apostle calls like precious faith. It is a rare jewel, and he is rich that possess it. If we have not this faith in possession, let us pause here and ask for it, and let us confess to God the great sin of unbelief and not believing in such a one as the Son of God, who cannot lie, whose life is so transparently true that to doubt him is a superfluity of naughtiness, a willful insult to the majesty of his faithfulness. Yet it will not be true for us to say, some of us, that we do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, for we do. We have no other confidence. Where could we find any other? He is the rock of our salvation. 
We could not invent another trust, however hard we were put to it, or however much we wished to do so. If Jesus were to say, Will ye also go away? We should be compelled to answer, Lord, to whom should we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. If the question be whether we have perfect holiness, we must answer it in the negative to show our great sorrow. If the question be whether we are highly advanced in divine grace, we should not dare to say that we are. It would be immodest if we put forth such a pretension, but if the inquiry be, Dost thou believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Then without hesitation we reply, Lord, we trust thee with undivided faith. Trembling though it be, our faith is true, and though it does not always work in us all the fruit we would desire, yet it does operate in a very blessed way upon our walk and conversation. We believe that Jesus is the Christ, and our trust for eternal life is in Him alone. It's not a matter of question with you, dear friend, is it, as to whether you know Jesus to be the Son of God, very God of very God? It is past all question with you that Jesus bore your sins in his own body on the tree. You have no doubt about his wondrous death and his marvelous resurrection from among the dead. You believe that he has offered a sacrifice once, which once offered has ended the sin of his people, and that he has gone into his glory and is now sitting at the right hand of God, expecting till his foes be made his footstool. You have no more doubt about that than you have about your own existence. You also believe that he will shortly come to be our judge, that he will gather the nations before him, and that he will reign king of kings and lord of lords. Your faith, then, in the Lord Jesus Christ is not a matter of if and but. You stake your salvation on it. You can truly say that if what I preach be not true, I am a lost man. I have invested all that I have in Christ. If this Baroque sink, I drown, for I cannot swim, and I know no other lifeboat. Christ is all in all to me. Without him I can do nothing. I have nothing. I am nothing. Jesus, in the matter of salvation, is everything from beginning to end to me, and you can say the same. I know. You have faith, nor does your faith confine itself to the belief in the person and work of Christ and to simply trusting of yourself to Him. But you believe all that is revealed in relation to Jesus. All the stars which make up the Southern Cross shine with clear brilliance to you. Every truth which is revealed in Holy Scripture is embraced by your faith and held tenaciously. To you, I know, beloved, it is only sufficient to prove that it is so written in the Bible and you believe it. A truth may sometimes amaze you because of its greatness, but that does not stagger your faith, for your faith deals with mysteries and is familiar with subtleties which it never dreams of comprehending. Yes, we openly own that we believe in God, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, the triune God, and we believe in the election of grace, and we believe in the eternal purposes of God, and in the working out of all those purposes to the praise of the glory of His grace. If God tells us anything, we accept it as sure, unquestionable, infallible truth. If He veils anything, we desire to leave it veiled, for the limit of revelation is the limit of our faith. 
We may imagine this or imagine that, but we think nothing of our imaginations. Our faith deals with what God says, not what learned men think. What the Spirit of God has written in this inspired book is truth to us, and we allow no human teaching to rank side by side with it. Well then, we have faith. Faith that believes, faith that learns, faith that reclines, faith that trusts herself entirely in the love of God, faith that can say, Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit. We have it, and we know that we have it. If any of you here do not know it, do not rest until you do know it. Unbelief calls God a liar. Do not live a moment in such a horrible God-provoking sin. Not to trust Christ is to abide under the wrath of God. He that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. May we never remain in such a state as that, but come to the knowledge of the truth and to a sound faith in that truth, for this is the faith of God's elect. So to read the whole sermon, you can go to the link I provided in the show notes. And so ladies, I pray you have a blessed Christmas and a peaceful new year, and that you are day by day resting in the purpose of this holiday season and the purpose for every day, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Be comforted in the babe in the manger, the fullness of deity who humbled himself and put on flesh. This is who we celebrate. And so, until next time, and until next season, I pray you are in His Word.